You're listening to Pimelo Mutini on SAFM. Thank you so much for staying with us. So today we are going to be looking at a partnership that UJ has with a property stock fill and uh, they've put together a, a seminar that is going to allow young people to get skills around entrepreneurship. Two guests are with me in studio, Nicholas Manike, serial entrepreneur and also a property investor. Ian McLeod, also head of mentorship at the UJ Centre of Entrepreneurship. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming in. Good afternoon. Thank you for the opportunity. So let's just start with the UJ Centre of Entrepreneurship. What, what are you hoping to achieve there? We work with future business leaders. There's a range of uh, things we do with them. We have programs for entrepreneurs. We have outreach. Basically, we are accompanying an entrepreneur on his journey. It's a, it's a stepwise process, and UJ does a fair amount of work in the eco space around that. Tell me how it fits into the UJ Business School. We report to the business school. Got you. We're underneath the business school, yeah. But, but but is it a formal program? In other words, is it a full degree or is it just a... No, we do issue a certificate. Yes. It has an NQF standing as well. Okay. But it's mainly for those people who may not have the opportunity to go to university. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have a specific uh, academic qualification. Okay. You can be any age. Yes. Uh, we are looking for future business leaders. Yeah. And and I also want to introduce into this conversation Nicholas Manike, who yes. is you're a, you call yourself a serial entrepreneur. Yes, yes. So t- tell me about your your business, property investment, a mm. stock fail, mm. that you're calling it a, a stock fail investment club. Yes. What is that? Well, uh, the Property Stockfell Investment Club is an association where we have uh, different uh, members from different backgrounds where we collectively collect, uh, you know, or contribute money to buy properties, uh, franchises. So we have different groups. Um, we have the first group, which we call Phase One, with uh, more than 100 members, where so far we have raised more than 2 million. Our aim is to raise 4.8 million. We're looking at buying the franchise, and that franchise, when it works, half of the profit we pay out to members is a dividend. The other half we reinvest to grow our portfolio. We have the second group where we have investors where we come together as members with where we contribute an amount of 3.5. So we buy properties on, on auction, we renovate, we sell back to the market. And then the last group, which is phase three, which is on hold now, it's where we're buying each other houses as members. So as a property stock fellow, we saw an opportunity that uh, it might be hard to invest in property as an individual, but if you come together as uh, community members or different uh, from different background, we might build um, a lot of things. For example, the stock fell economy is worth 49 to 50 billion in South Africa uh, per annum. And you look at the money where it's going, it ends up with uh, retail mostly. So we said, no, look, we need to change how we're thinking and how we we contribute how we do things by making sure that we can form the normal way we're doing stock files. But this time around, let's focus on properties and franchise. And that's what we have done and that's what we are doing. Hence, you see the partnership with UJ because we don't run it like a normal stock fell. We run it like a business. So obviously, as a club, you can trade as a business. So after we contribute the amount, so we use the club to raise the funds Mm -hmm. and then we take the funds, we open a PTY uh, company Mm -hmm. where the members are all shareholders. Then we put the money, we appoint a board and then we start operating like a business. Okay. Let's start with the first one, phase one. Yes. Who identifies the franchise, number one? Okay. And who runs it? 
Okay. So on the club, we have the administrator, which is prospect asset management. They will, they will do a market research based on the franchises that are available in the market. And then we present to the members to say, look, these are the franchises that are available in the market. These are advantages and disadvantages. And then members, they decide by voting which one is it suitable for them. So majority obviously wins. That's what we, we're doing. If majority vote for a certain franchise, we're going to go with that franchise. If now we have identified an opportunity where, lastly, we had the mayor, Herman Mashaba, um, uh, the former mayor, he said, look, there's a lot of properties in the city of Jobek which are being hijacked. These properties, they're not paying rent, they're not uh, servicing, there is nothing. And then they said, look, if you, you are um, a group of investors who are willing to claim these properties, you can come on board, but you will need to have finance and skills. So obviously, there's a process to follow in order to claim those properties. And then you can renovate them into a student accommodation, which it benefits the city where you we are able to pay tax, we hire people, we're creating more jobs. So if you look at how we're doing it, it's the same as any other company. It just we're doing collectively as uh, different members from different backgrounds. Yeah, but I think that falls into another category, doesn't it? This, this acquiring of property, which is different to the franchises. Yes, yes, it so is. So let's, let's stick with, the, first of all, the, the, the franchise model. Mm. Then who runs the franchise? The franchise, the, with the members together with the administrator, we will appoint a board, uh -huh. the board that will foresee everything that will be happening, the daily uh, operations of the business. And when we hire, we don't hire from outside. We say to each and every person who is a member, nominate a family member that is not working or a family member that has a similar skill in that particular industry we want to venture in. Then we hire within. But that's, that's the workers? Yes. Managing the actual unit they Managing itself, we have, remember we're going to register a company? Yes, yes. And we appoint a board. Yes. So that board will work hand in hand with the administrator who sees the daily operation of the stock fell and together with the new board we will see that the franchise it runs smoothly everything the daily operations and we have to report to the board and the board has to report to all the members in the partnership why yeah. why the partnership <clears throat> well nicholas is a case in point he started his entrepreneurial journey with uh, the center for entrepreneurship he followed one of our programs called the small business enrichment program and at uj we believe in impact it's impact where where is he now compared to where he was he's the 37th most influential south african we want to support him in this journey we would offer various um, aspects of support mentoring coaching and if indeed any of the particular members wish to undergo some entrepreneurship training, if they want to enter business in their own right, this is what we do. Obviously, we don't endorse any particular business. You what don't. we do, no, what we do <laughs> is we support the entrepreneurs. We're looking for drivers. We're the backseat drivers, if you like. We're looking for those drivers. So we will support the, the promotion of the business and what we're doing now. But of course, everyone will do their own due diligence if you want to invest in any company you must be sure that uh, things are run correctly. We run a program on ethics, you know, what are the business ethics in terms of uh, correct treatment of accounting mm -hmm. and so on. So this is this is where we, we are. What we want to, by coming on programs like this, mm -hmm. is use Nicholas as an example to encourage other young people to follow 
steps in business. All right. You can give us a call if you're interested in this conversation on 0891-104-207. And really, it's a partnership between an entrepreneur and UJ Entrepreneur Center. I've got a couple of questions about at what point are you going to be accountable for Nicholas's mistake? So yeah. if you're here and you say you don't endorse anything, then yeah. I want to ask, well, at one point, at one point, do I look at you, UJ, to say, well, you know, I trusted them because yeah. they said they were with UJ. So that's one of the things that I want to ask okay. you about. But we'll take yeah. those calls in a short while. 0891-104-207. So I'm in a conversation with two, two gentlemen who are running a, a workshop coming up this coming weekend on entrepreneurship, on property and so on. And uh, one of them is Ian McLeod, Head of Mentorship at UJ Center of Entrepreneurship. Nicholas Manike, Serial Entrepreneur, who's also running a property investment club. So Nicholas, um, before I went to the ad break, I was asking the question, the, yes. this partnership, at which point do I hold either of you accountable for each other? Okay. So as I, I, as an entrepreneur, what we're doing is that we need to do everything uh, legally and um, there's transparency in what we're doing. So everything we're doing in terms of our books and everything, um, we are very open. Uh, transparency and integrity is very important because we understand that we're dealing with people from different backgrounds. And the most person who has to take a shot um, as the stock fell, because I'm the founder and I'm the face, it's Nicholas. Should anything goes wrong, they won't say the property, they will say Nicholas. So our books are in orders and the help from UJ is to mentor us to make sure that uh, we run, we have the right business skills in terms of running the businesses, hiring people. It's a broad uh, 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 thing that we learn or I learn personal from UJ. But not only that the opportunity is limited to me, the benefit or the partnership it comes where I say, look, I've benefited from uh, the UJ Center of Entrepreneurship. Now I want the members who are within the property stockfall also to benefit from what I've benefited. But also I said, look, we can take this abroad, not just only limited to our members, but also to, to the community because they're not just only focusing on student. It can be anyone who uh, was interested in starting a business you're running an existing business or it's someone who's unemployed who's sitting home and they don't know what to do with their life and we say look you can come to these workshops to learn about the opportunities that uj has and for those who are financial stable or they can contribute we have things like the property investment club obviously a member needs to do do diligence, do the research, and we say, look, we don't recruit members where we say, hey, join this. No, no, no. It's a club, it's an association where we say, look, go through our constitution, check everything. Is it something that it sounds legit? If it doesn't sound legit, do not join us. So, so Ian, I mean, Nicholas yeah. is here. You've accompanied him. If yep. he goes rogue on me, can I ask you what's happened? Uh no is the simple answer to that. I think he's responsible for his business. We're not on the board. We are advising him as an entrepreneur. Mm. He has a journey. We're going to help him as much as we can. I think when uh, any investors out there need to be very cautious in this market. Even listed companies, and I can name a few uh, recently, Sassel, Nampak, Omnia, Steinhoff, have lost considerable value for their shareholders. So we need to be even careful of large companies. But there is a character of an entrepreneur, if he wants to succeed, if Nicholas wants to go forward and become a business leader, he has to also follow ethical business practices, and this we strongly encourage. So, at what point do you interfere, 
you know, where, yeah. where you could say to Nicholas, mm, we don't really think that's the way to go. We would not interfere uh, deliberately. Yeah. We would be responsive. So if he uh, felt that ah. he needed some advice, uh, maybe in a business partnership or something like that, the role of the mentor is to guide and give good advice. It's like a father-son relationship. You wouldn't want to see your son or your daughter get into trouble, so you'd be advising them with the best way you can. I mean, there's no guarantee, clearly. Yeah. I mean, we're not driving the car, so mm. if it crashes, don't blame us. <laughs> okay. Um, let's talk about the actual workshop. There's a question here about the workshop and whether this is geared to young people or to, to all ages. I think you said all ages. But yeah. This person specifically is asking about young people. Okay, so the workshop, it's open to the public. Um, it doesn't matter which age. Obviously, uh, it would be even better if they come while they are young because it, it, it's better when you, you learn about business while you are young because you get to make mistakes and correct them quickly, unlike when you start business while you're old. So when you are young, you have the opportunity to be mentored by different stakeholders. UJ is there, myself, I'm there, and other entrepreneurs. So the event, it's open to the public, whether you are unemployed, whether you are uh, someone who just is starting your business, whether it's someone who's running a business, there's a lot of opportunities that are available from different speakers, you know, uh, knowledge. Because I always say that a mentor is uh, an inevitable, uh, it's, it's, it's something that is necessary in business. For myself, it's a journey that I started um, and as I started, obviously, I need someone who's been there or who's doing it. And as I have someone who's a professional, they are able to guide me. And I wouldn't want that opportunity to pass someone who's listening to us right now. Linda is calling from the Northwest. Linda, thank you so much for calling. Hi. Hi, Mama. I'm well. Thanks, Linda. Thanks for calling. As I'm listening to your conversation with, uh, with Radio SA right now, uh, I just want to know if I want to attend your training at UK, is it going to be financed or must I pay it on my own or what must I do? Because I'm unemployed, I like business, I'm trying my best to. To, to sell some of the products and so forth. I know it's up and down and so forth. So I'm really interested in doing, in doing stock sales club. I want to join the stock sales club of, of housing with you. I'm from, from Northwest here in Portugal. Can you please assist me? I'm interested in that. Go ahead, uh, Ian. Okay, so we have a number of outreach programs, and uh, this is what I think diff, uh, why UJ differs from many other universities. We do work um, quite intensively with our communities, so you're most welcome to attend our free events, and most of them are free. There's a few. If you do executive education program, you might uh, have to pay for that. But in terms of entry level, you are welcome to attend. It's every third Saturday. We have a stream off into agriculture called Izindaba Zukudla that is run normally every fourth Saturday. This is a place to network, to meet business people, to rub shoulders, to get ideas, to be motivated. We do have formal programs for startups. This is funded by the Raymond Ackman Academy. If you apply there, you might be um, successful in uh, obtaining a bursary funded by that uh, organization. We also have, if your business is a little bit more developed, two years old at least, we do have other programs sponsored by corporates such as Tebe. 
who will come on board to assist you in terms of the training, but also market linkages. So these are programs you would apply to, and it, depending on financial needs, you would get the bursary if you obviously um, comply with all of the entry requirements. Age is not a factor. Where you live is not a factor. We are there to support you as much as we can. Gentlemen, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's two o'clock.